Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning. Deputy Commissioner for Georgia's Pre-K Program and Instructional Supports, the full title there, heck of a business card. Uh, tell me, first of all, and bring us all up to speed on DECAL, Department of Early Care and Learning, what is this entity and what does it do? Sure. Um, Georgia has a separate state agency um, that regulates programs for children and their families, children ages birth to age five. So it's services for kids before they get to kindergarten, things like child care licensing, our Georgia pre-K program, the things that help kids get ready for school. Uh, one of the things that we have discussed, and we were talking about this just a moment ago, uh, the, the impact of the pandemic uh, is being felt throughout, uh, throughout obviously, society, and then our educational in- industry is no exception here, and the pre-K, no exception as well. My understanding is uh, down about 13,000 kids last year, but the numbers looking better this year. Bring us up to speed on the numbers. Yes. So last year we were down. Um, this year we're still down a little bit, but only by about about 3,000 kids this school year. So a significant difference as we begin to look at our student rosters for this year, um, children um, coming back to school and, and participating in Georgia's pre-K program. Now, for lack of a better way to ask the question, what happened to all those kids last year and, and the ones who aren't back this year? What happened to them? Uh, and, and I know there's a different answer, a hundred different answers, but generally speaking, what did they do? A lot of parents chose last year to um, delay entry into school. So some of them stayed home and didn't attend pre-K last year. Some of them are served in our program this year. Um, Some of them went on to kindergarten um, this fall. But last year, a lot of parents, you know, were concerned about exposure to the virus. So they decided not to participate. And in terms of the virus itself, which is still out there in the Delta variant, which alarmingly in some circles uh, is, and understandably, uh, impacting younger folks, younger children in some cases, are we seeing any of that or or much of that in Georgia? You know, um, Delta is, the Delta variant is impacting kids, um, younger children, but I'll say that we're not seeing the spread um, in our um, preschool um, program and child care you know, they spend a lot of time um, mitigating spread of disease, um, disease in classrooms, um, you know, and are real pros at um, cleaning things and sanitizing. And I also think our kids have gotten really good about wearing masks. Um, we've kept down exposure by limiting visitors and programs. So I think that, you know, while they're is the concern. I think schools are doing a really good job of controlling it. Again, Susan Adams, a deputy commissioner at DECAL, Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. I've had this conversation before. Matter of fact, we talked about this last year with Amy Jacobs, director at DECAL, commissioner at DECAL. Uh, You mentioned that parents, uh, the the 13,000 children who were were short last year, many of them uh, learning at home, and they were creating kind of organic learning environments, neighborhood pods they're sometimes called. Uh, We're seeing much of that again this year. 
You know, we aren't um, seeing as much of that um, for our pre-K program. I'm not sure um, for K-12 what that looks like. I do think the pandemic, you know, has impacted how families are um, seeing the educational experience for their children. And I just think we'll have to, you know, monitor that as we go along. But like I said, you know, we're back up and to only, you know, We've added 10,000 additional kids this year, so I think families are feeling more comfortable about um, returning to that school environment, You mentioned there, at least for pre-K. You mentioned they're monitoring what's going on. What do we do by way of regulation? Now, in some of these, again, these things just kind of popped up organically last year. Hey, let's take the kids down to Mrs. Jones's house. She's got four or five kids. They're doing the learning thing there. Uh, what is the degree of regulation, if any, that, that, that provides oversight on this? Um, our department... Um, regulates um, licensed child care and, and pre-k programs and so those are going to be programs that meet our licensing rules and uh, many of like those organically formed kinds of things that you're talking about that may have one or two children or a neighbor or group are going to be outside of um, typically outside of our licensing um, and monitoring rules and regulations. Um, it just depends, you know, depending how many kids they serve and for how long and those kinds of things. And shifting gears quickly, uh, the same parameters, though, uh, daycare as opposed to a learning environment, but daycare. There's a horrible story in the news this morning, and I'm sure you've heard about this, but somewhere in DeKalb County, there's an apartment there that's effectively a daycare center, licensed or otherwise, I don't know, maybe you do. But the story out of DeKalb County, in case you hadn't heard it, uh, police show up uh, at this daycare center, it's an apartment, and in the apartment they find a few kids, they also find a couple of kilos of heroin and some fentanyl. I mean, that is horrifying stuff. Uh, Assuming that's a licensed daycare center, obviously I would assume that, that DECAL runs in and does what it can to shut it down. Of course, um, as we look at programs, you know, we work with local law enforcement and then also with our regulations um, to investigate as appropriate um, for those programs so that we keep kids, you know, in healthy and safe environments. Again, uh, Susan Adams, Deputy Commissioner, the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. Uh, I haven't kept up with this. In fact, it hasn't even occurred to me to wonder. It just did. You're funded with lottery dollars. Pre-K, that is, is funded with lottery dollars in Georgia. Do we know? Do you know? And if you don't, that's fine. Uh, What has been the impact, one way or the other, uh, with the pandemic and lottery ticket sales? You know, um, I know that we've been monitoring that, um, but don't have the specific data, Um, you know, Georgia does have a really strong lottery, one of the strongest in the nation. Um, but I don't know really the impact of the pandemic um, if, um, at this point. Uh, but the larger point is that we, yes, those those of you who do, I happen to not, but others do, the, the people who do buy the lottery tickets, we, we think of it probably first and foremost as a way to pay for the Hope College Scholarship. But, yeah, it has funded over the years Georgia's pre-K program and continues to. Right. Um, traditionally, our um, pre-K program um, gets about one-third of the lottery um, dollars that go out, and the HOPE scholarship gets about two-thirds. Um, we've been a beneficiary of that um, lottery um, since the beginning. 
Again, Susan Adams, another minute or so here. Susan Adams, Deputy Commissioner at DECAL, Department of Early Care and Learning in Georgia. With, again, the encouraging news this morning in pre-K week, let us not leave without discussing the fact that it is pre-K week. What do you folks have happening? Yeah, this is a week that we celebrate Georgia's pre-K across the state. We're working with partners, including Voices for Georgia's Children and Georgia Power, um, to host, of course, this year, their virtual visits, legislators, lawmakers, local community leaders in pre-K programs um, to read and interact with kids virtually to learn a, so that um, children, you know, have that experience and also so that those leaders learn about the programs. We also have very, you know, exciting things for kids like read-alouds and um, Facebook Live dance parties, um, things to get the children um, involved in the celebration, too. Again, Susan Adams, Deputy Commissioner, DECAL, Department of Early Care and Learning, Pre-K Week in Georgia. Best of luck with that. Best of luck moving forward. Stay safe. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.